From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. So, you were saying, Stone, in the break, a huge snub in Coach of the Year voting? I was like half paying attention to you. Yeah, so uh, Minnesota Vikings fans really upset. Kevin O'Connell didn't get thrown in that list of finalists. Wow. Wait, who's in, who's in it? Who's in it? Who's in it? Who's in the list of finalists? Like, I, so just uh, peeling back that uh, that curtain a little uh, behind the, uh, the fourth wall here. Stone in the break was trying to talk to me, and I was too worried about doing something else and completely ignoring him. So I did that whole, like, Stone's, like, giving me this whole, oh, so this happened. And I heard, like, <laughs> snub yeah. and coach. And so I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, whoa, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I actually wasn't sure what Stone was telling me, so, so now this is me rehashing it and trying to play it off like I was listening the whole time. <laughs> so the Coach of the Year finalists are Nick Sirianni, Kyle Shanahan, Brian Dayball, Sean McDermott, and Doug Peterson. But Kevin O'Connell's left off that list. The Minnesota Vikings fans are upset. I would argue that... Oh Get Doug off of there! Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's what I was going to yeah. say. I would take Kevin O'Connell over Doug Peterson on that. Like, come on, no, man. No, but here's the thing about Doug Peterson. No, He's, you can't be just because it's the Jaguars. Right, you can't exactly. Be, that's what they're doing there. Oh, uh, Jaguars, I don't think, uh, the brand, it sucks. And so they finally made it back. So yeah. here's the thing. Back their way to a division title. <laughs> with how di- deep um, Urban Meyer dug them of a ditch, for Doug Peterson to get them out of it and into the playoffs the very next year is huge. And Kevin O'Connell snug by in a division where he the beat Packers were down. Oh, where the come Pack- on. Who didn't beat Aaron Rodgers? Uh, Who didn't beat Aaron Rodgers? Who didn't beat Aaron Rodgers, Stone? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I think I, don't, I think it's unfair what you're doing there because I'm it, just saying, that I'm just, argument, that same argument, could be Chua. made for Kevin O'Connell. No, no, you can say that he, Kevin O'Connell, did a good job. Yes, but it's not like he did anything that much more magical than what Sorry, the Vikings he won did last games. year. But he won 13. He games. won 13 games. The Jaguars did not win 13 games. They didn't the come Jaguars, close to winning 13 games. The Jaguars had the to get rid of the Texans. They had to get rid of the, ooh, they the Titans. Right, right. They, that's the, that was one of the weakest division, the second weakest division in football, and the Jaguars barely won it. Okay, well, with the Vikings, they barely won 10 of their games. But they won 13. But they won 13. They barely won 10 Total. of them. Okay, and that's how many they won, won them. It's cool that they won those, but then we saw what played out in the playoffs as soon as they got into it. They got wiped out. We've been saying the Vikings team has been fraudulent all year long. And that's why and they're now, not a finalist, because they want they don't want guys like you replying on the Twitter feed saying, but they were fraudulent anyway. Why are we though. even talking about these guys? Doug Peterson, what he did they with the They won 13 Jaguars games in the NFL. Doug right. Peterson, what he did they with the Jaguars this NFC year North. is more impressive than me. I'm just oh, saying. man. They, more they, impressive than me. They shipped Aaron Rodgers out of Green Bay, like they solely or, the Vikings. Or did they or did Aaron Rodgers get shipped out of Green Bay because of the fact that Sure, I'm sure it's a percentage Adams. of both, but we're arguing against a team that's won 13 games right. in the NFL. That's never, ever, ever easy to do. I know it's not easy to do, and they didn't do it easily. It was really tough for them. It uh, was. Same same reason it's not easy to win championships. It's not even easy to oh, win games in the man. NFL. So you, give a team, give, give Kevin his love. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve love. He did a really good job. But, I mean, we're talking about Coach of the Year finalists. I'm saying, who are you taking out of there? And there's no way you take Doug Peterson out Doug of there. Doug Peterson. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, the Jags are a great story. But Kevin O'Connell what? found a way to have Kirk what? Cousins as his quarterback and win 13 games. Let's go that route then. He is saddled with Kirk Cousins. And he won <laughs> 13 games in an NFC North championship with that. Okay? Just not impressed. I'm sorry. 
But you think Doug Peterson's a quarterback Peters, whisperer now? I'm oh not as impressed God. with what I'm just saying. Who are you going to take out? And if y'all are saying Doug Peterson, I think you're wrong. Who are you more afraid of going into next season, the Jacksonville Jaguars than the Minnesota Vikings? Go ahead. I dare you. Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, oh my Jesus God. Lord. I said it. Jesus yeah, Lord. I said it. They came within a touchdown. Oh. They came within a touchdown of to the Chad big, Henning? mighty <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs. Oof. And you know what? They played a little dirty. Yeah, they injured Patrick Mahomes on purpose. And I don't like the Jaguars for it. But you know what? If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Go ahead, and I'll, that's what I know Doug Peterson coach teams are doing as well. I'll force you to put your good Karma Brands paycheck yeah. on a team you total over it's Jacksonville not, Jaguars. They're going to give you eight and a half next season. So yeah, you yeah. go ahead and take that over take in that team over. total. Are you going to take the Vikings over? Of course. Sure, and I'll take that I Jacksonville Jaguars total, under. I bet you the Vikings total ain't nowhere near 13. I bet it'll it be more shouldn't like 10. Be. 10's great. The Dallas Cowboys were 10 I think this it'll year. Be more like the 49ers nine were 10. It might be this more year. like 8. <laughs> no, it won't. Come on. The NFC North is so much better of a division yeah. than the AFC South. It's laughable. Is it, is yes. it that much better? Absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot that the NFC North has a team that's picking first in the draft this year. Dan, okay. Dan Campbell could have taken Doug Peterson's spot for matter. all we care. How does that not matter? It doesn't matter when you, you cumulatively in the AFC South, you have four of those teams picking inside the top 15. <laughs> you got the Titans, though. What about the Titans? Yeah, the Lovey Smith led Houston Texans the out there. You got Jeff Saturday and the Colts. Oh, wow. He's getting a second interview, by the way. <laughs> Maybe as an analyst. Doug Peterson yeah, did a good it's job. actually he's interviewing he's interviewing the uh, Colts front office. It's not a coaching interview. He's actually going to be interviewing them. Yes, for a TV feature. One more question though: the Vikings preseason odds. I'm sure to win the division were were shorter. I believe plus three fifty. Shorter than what the Jaguars preseason odds to win their division. Were. I can't imagine that's that true. Or the margins aren't. I'm sure they all were given the same amount of odds. AFC South, go duke it out. We, nobody cares. Let's not forget preseason, the Colts were expected to be a lot better and then obviously the Titans were sure. probably the favorites. So the Jaguars probably had the third best odds coming into the season to win that division and they won it. And they were pesky in the playoffs. I never I, in my life right. thought I would sit here on this show in West Palm <laughs> Beach, Florida and be defending Kevin O'Connell. But here I am. <laughs> we, me, me and Cam, we take Dan Campbell over Doug Peterson right now with the way this argument's wow. going. Wow. I mean, would you make an argument? Would you? You can make an argument. Would you? You can make though? a case. Who do you have, who do you have you more do trust it? in going into next season? It's inevitably the Lions. Doug Peterson, the guy who keeps on winning games from behind. Right, is it those stone? I don't know if I agree champion. with you with that. <laughs> like, what's up with this dude? I don't know if I agree with that. The Lions ended the season on a very high note. They led yeah, the so NFL the in points per game. So did the Jaguars. I, I usually am fine with Stone speaking for me, but now <laughs> I'm like, I, I can handle it here, Stone. He said, me and Ken are going to put all our money on the Lions. Dan Campbell. Stone, you're my boy, but you can go on that Detroit Lions journey on your own. I was uh, afraid to go with by uh, myself. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's very scary. That's why I'm staying totally home. Uh, do you or a loved one suffer from snoring? Do you find that you're losing your own night of sleep, even changing rooms? Well, Dr. Neil Goldhaber has a solution for that because he's been treating ear, nose, and throat patients in Florida for over 20 years. In addition to being the nasal and sinus expert, he also treats patients with snoring and sleep apnea. Dr. Goldhaber is located right in Boynton Beach. Easy to get to. Dr. Goldhaber's state-of-the-art in-office procedures help improve your breathing and your nasal symptoms. There is very little worse than consistently daily suffering with breathing problems, with nasal issues. It just feels like it never goes away. The snoring, the sinus pain, the sinus infections. 
don't live like that. You don't have to live like that. If you can get it fixed, why wouldn't you? That's what Dr. Goldhaber is there for. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, ear, nose, and throat problems often the cause of snoring. Schedule an appointment so you can breathe better today, sleep better tonight. Goldhabersinus.com. That's goldhabersinus.com or call 561-734-3636. 561-734-3636. Goldhabersinus.com. That's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Leo in Riviera Beach on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Leo? Hey, guys. I think you guys are severely underrating Doug Peterson. He has won a Super Bowl. He's a quote-unquote quarterback whisperer. But not with the Jaguars, of course. But he look at the situation he took over for Urban Meyer, yeah. and uh, and he got them to the playoffs. I think that says more about the, the pile of, of coaching trash, uh, at least professionally, Urban Meyer is, than it does how great. It, like, Doug Peterson's good. This is the thing, that the NFL has forced us into this conversation about choosing Doug Peterson or Kevin O'Connell. And I like Doug Peterson. I'm happy with what he did. I wanted him to coach the Dolphins before they got Mike McDaniel. But I can't argue with 13 wins and an NFC North championship over backing your way into the playoffs in the second-worst division in football. Okay, I have one more thing, Mm. but would you – I would just say this. Would you say that Kevin O'Connell has a better roster to work with than Doug Peterson? I think they're similar. Whoa! And he has a better quarterback. Whoa! whoa, 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 whoa. He has a better quarterback. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then real quick, I'll let let Theo respond, but real quick. I just got one more thing. I personally, uh, I'm taking a page out of the Temple of Troll. I personally don't think that kid should have got anything last night at the Heat game, uh, Felipe. Ooh. His team just won the damn just won the damn World Cup last month, and they're still celebrating the World Cup from Argentina. How in the heck, just because, oh, I flew 4,400 miles to see Jimmy <laughs> Butler play. Now you get a prize because Jimmy Butler didn't play. Your team just won the World Cup last month. I'm a hater. I don't care. I love that it. That kid should have got nothing. I appreciate the call, Leo. And here's what Leo is referencing here. Yes. Uh, so before the game last night between the uh, the Heat and the Celtics, and let me make sure that I can I can find this and I'm telling this story uh, properly. So a a Heat fan, a Heat fan, or a Jimmy Butler fan showed up to the Miami Dade Arena last night. Okay, and he held a sign that read, "Dear Jimmy, we flew over." 4,405 miles to see you play. Can we get a photo or a big face coffee? Smiley emoji. The This family's from Argentina, as Leo was laying out, uh, mentioning the World Cup and Lionel Messi. Jimmy Butler, an hour before tip-off, uh, he was listed as out officially with a back issue that came on last night, so he didn't play. So... They caught this on video. This family, this kid, this young man wearing a Jimmy Butler jersey with this sign, an attendant at the arena goes up to tell him, and I'm assuming his mom and his dad, that, hey, Jimmy Butler's not playing. And the kid, you can see his soul just break. And he drops the sign. He grabs his head in despair. And he looks forlorn, and his heart is broken. Parents... I'm going to tell you something, okay? Don't put your kids through this, all right? I Don't promise them, don't promise them that you're going to fly to a whole other country to see an athlete they love and promise them that this athlete is going to play. Not in the okay? NBA. Not in the NBA. You know better. 
You know better than that, I'm sure, even if you're down in Buenos Aires, okay? I, what, I, what I would say is you tell them, hey, let's go see your team. This is the problem with people like Stone, too, who align themselves with their favorite athletes yes. instead of their favorite team. This is a new age way of following sports, and it's wrong because <laughs> these sort of things can happen. And then it makes Jimmy Butler look bad when Jimmy Butler has an injured back like Tua did just for reference, against the Bills well, in week three. Uh, oh, well, back injury. A, well, back oh, injury. No, it was a back well, injury. I, I it was think, definitely a back okay. injury. That's what the doctor said. It was a back injury. <laughs> Jimmy Butler has a back injury, and so he's not going to play. I'm sure Jimmy would love to meet this young man, love to meet this kid, appreciates the fandom of this kid. But now, Jimmy Butler, through no fault of his own, he didn't ask this young man to fly from Argentina to come to the Miami Dade Arena and see him play. He didn't ask for that. It wasn't his idea. It wasn't the Heat idea. It was his parents' idea. And the parents, this fault is on you. This is your fault because you sold him this experience, this journey to go see Jimmy Butler when it should have just been go see the Heat, and it would be great if Jimmy Butler played. And it would would have saved your son from this traumatic experience. Damage control right there. Right. I like that. Now, I'm willing to bet that the Heat made it right and Jimmy met this young man. I'm willing to bet that that happened because the Heat are a first-class organization. That said, the parents should be feeling terrible this morning about their decision to, I mean, I don't want to go out and say it, but they sort of misled their child a bit, their offspring, their blood. They misled him a little bit because they didn't know if Jimmy Butler was going to play and they sold him. A, a bill of goods. Mm. They sold him a bill of goods. Said, hey, let's go see Jimmy play, knowing damn well that maybe he wouldn't play. And I'm sure they wrote the words on the sign for him. Right? It was good handwriting or it was well made. So I'm sure they made it. Right? They failed their son yeah. in a multitude of ways. So don't you dare put this on Jimmy Butler. This young man who came from Argentina 4,500 miles to see Jimmy Butler as his sign read. Mm. And then the heartbreak when he found out Jimmy wasn't going to play. Don't you dare put this on Jimmy yeah. Butler. Don't you dare. You put all of the blame on this young man's parents. And, how, and also, who calculated the miles? Because I know that kid didn't just calculate out the miles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, well, it's Google Maps. I know, but the kid, did the kid hop on Google Maps and was like, wow, we flew 457,000 <laughs> miles. Kids are pretty capable these days. Yeah, but he didn't make that sign. I think the bigger question the is... Thing. Is, you know, they got the attention. They who's to know they weren't coming down to visit their timeshare right on Brickle, right? They, like who, who's to know that they weren't going That's down there to visit point. their giant family who lives on a, on the water with a yeah. big boat? Yeah, but oh, call. but you really came down here to see Just Jimmy. For Jimmy Butler, now, this was uh, this was uh, one of maybe your... we're being lied to is what you're mm-hmm. getting at. Maybe, maybe we're being fed lies. Yeah, that's actually can't trust anyone these days. Can't trust anything. These Speaking days. of being fed lies, I do want to thanks to uh, Christian Cat. He gave me the uh, preseason odds on both the uh, NFC oh, North oh. and the AFC South. Do you want to hear I mean, I, I mean, I mean, Christian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to hear him? Yeah. Um, okay, so for the AFC South, the Colts were minus 125, the, t- the Titans were plus 170, and the Jaguars were plus 700 mm. to win the AFC South. That is a 12.5% implied probability. In the NFC mm. North. I don't even know what that means. Oh, zero clue. Twelve and a half right. implied. So you? they're saying it's a it's about a twelve percent chance that the Jaguars only right, won I'll, the AFC South. I'll take South. your word for it. Okay. I'm, I'm it lost makes right sense. Now. It adds up. Yeah, it adds up. Right. You yes. get the odds. In the yeah. NFC North, the Packers number one at minus one ninety, 
and the Vikings number two at plus two seventy five. Okay, so and I said two fifty on the right. dot. And they for won. Them. So you're smart. That and was they, good. And they won thirteen games. They, they won, won thirteen so damn games. Who just lied when I said they were plus two fifty? They were yeah. plus two seventy five. No. And I said I'm sure they're close to Jags. Who won thirteen games as a non favorite in their division? What who I'm won thirteen games as a non favorite in that division? It wasn't the Jaguars. You just backed me up with those That's numbers not as well. You up. Your the implied were probability. Plus 700. Hey, Theo, tell me more implied plus probability, whatever that means. I oh, said, the implied probability for the Vikings were 26%. So, so 14 more flips. percent. Two coin flips. You know what twice 13 as plus much. 13 is? 26. Twice as much percent. They, twice as likely. I don't so know I, I, so I, the Vikings were twice as likely to win their division. I said the, the Vikings were off the top of my head plus 250. They were plus 275. Yep. And then I said, you know, the Jaguars were probably somewhere close, right? It was $300, $400 off. You were wrong. They were twice as likely to win their division, the Vikings were, than the Jaguars. And Doug Peterson did it. And you guys trying to Oof. defame and discredit Super Bowl defame. champion Doug Peterson for Kevin O'Connell is honestly, to me, degrading, humiliating, <laughs> and downright disrespectful to the Jaguars as a franchise and Doug Peterson as a man. All right. Well, Theo can be over here digging Doug. <laughs> Stone and I are going to take Kevin O'Connell in 13 wins. That's right. Oh, yeah. Skull. Hey, what was that? I know they went to the playoffs. How did that go? They lost to uh, a really uh, a well top three coach in the NFL. To Daniel Jones. Yeah, another coach of the year finalist. Mm-hmm. And who also has the comeback player of the year finalist in Saquon Barkley. Right. And as Ken called the New York Giants, a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Unfortunately, I did that just days before they <laughs> yeah, played the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> I was about to say. Whoops. That machine got yeah. a couple of uh, kinks into yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it, it was embarrassing. If you think me uh, gassing up the Giants before they no-showed against the Eagles was embarrassing, just wait until you – what what we, we gathered out of Fox 5 in D.C. last week. We will listen to local sports reporting gone wrong when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, local TV news is always good. We're about to dive into one of the single worst sports reports you're ever going to hear. But I also think that someone was put in a terrible position. Luckily, we have a local TV extraordinaire in our midst, Theo Dorsey, to break it down for us. And by the way, Jamal Crawford just tweeted photos of this kid we were talking about who who had a sign last night saying he he flew almost 5,000 miles from Argentina to see Jimmy Butler play. And Jimmy Butler was ruled out last night. And and a, a camera crew... Caught the moment, captured the moment mm. that a Miami Dade Arena official told this young man with his sign, he's probably eight, nine years old, with his sign, with his family around him, told him that Jimmy Butler wasn't going to play and this kid's heart broke. You could see the moment that it mm. happened. He dropped the sign. It was very dramatic, actually. <laughs> I mean, it was a it little was. too dramatic. It it's almost like it was scripted, yeah. yeah. So, so the kid dropped the sign and he put his hands on his head in despair and uh, the, the whole trip was ruined. Yeah. The, 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 that Jimmy Butler has broken this young man's heart, and what will he do? Jimmy Butler's evil, the NBA is evil, the Heat are evil, and this young man just deserves better. Well, it turns out 
that Jimmy Butler not only met the kid, he surprised him on the floor. There's a photo of Jimmy Butler with his hand on this kid's shoulders, and the kid looks like he's tearing up. It's a great moment. There's there's Jimmy Butler signing the Argentinian flag for this young man and his sister. His sister didn't have to get involved. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Jimmy's making room for quality time with his sister as well. Pictures with the whole family on the floor right here. And... He brought both his sister and the young man into the heat locker room. Okay, they got so, a, they again, got a I don't want I don't want to hear I don't want to hear. And this kid got to see the Heat. I uh, got to see Bam Adebayo drop a thirty Damn ball right. on the Celtics. Okay, so I don't want to hear about how badly anybody feels for the kid and ah oh, the NBA the stars sit too many games. Blah 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 blah. Uh, stop it. Stop it, because Jimmy Butler went out of his way when he could have been rehabbing his back, went out of his way mm. to, to, to make a life memory for this young man, okay? And what we don't know. We don't know if this was actually true that they flew 4,500 miles to see Jimmy Butler. As was suggested on this show, maybe they lied about it. Stone said maybe they're here at their, their home in Brickell. And they're Argentinian, so then they, oh, look, we've got the flag, and we speak Spanish, so maybe we can we can, uh, we can can make people think that we came from Argentina, when in reality, we live at least half the year in Miami. Maybe it's all of yeah, ours. they have some good so seats, too. here's what I'm going to, yeah, they have great <laughs> seats. They're in the lower bowl, yeah. absolutely. So all I'm going to say is that I'm cynical. And I think maybe they were making up this story a little bit for sympathy, and it did seem scripted. The dramatic drop of the sign by yeah. this nine-year-old kid at the head on the ha- uh, on his head. Oh, Jimmy, why have you forsaken me? I think I'm going to do this with the Dolphins next year. Come on now. I think that I'm going to make a sign for my daughters, who, man, dude, they love Tua, and the sign's going to read. Hey, Tua just flew 8,500 miles to come see you play. Can't wait. And I'm going to set it up, though, so that we go to the game after his latest concussion. So that he's out via his concussion latest, protocol. Latest. Yeah, he's out via his concussion latest. protocol. <laughs> and that way, they'll get the VIP treatment from Tua, who can bring him into the locker room and can sign their shirts and do all that stuff. It's foolproof. I'm father of the year. Yeah. Just put some lays on him. Give him a couple of skirts. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Aloha. Aloha, too, is how you should start it off. Mm-hmm. Sorry about your concussion. And, right. Sorry and about concluded. your sixth concussion. Don't they say bye with aloha, too? Yeah. So it's you high and bye. Start and finish it with aloha. Yeah. Maybe even throw in a little aloha in the middle if you're feeling kind of, like, spunky. Right. Ooh, right. you can add on there, like, hola, too, or aloha, too. Uh, <laughs> hola. My, my head hurts, too. Like, I'm oh so glad God. to be you. I'm so sorry. You know, just, like, totally just play to his concussion. Don't play into the dude's concussion. Do that, you meanie. I just hope that it doesn't happen. But if it does happen, then I'm definitely <laughs> gonna I'm gonna take the route that this kid's family did with Jimmy Butler last night. Or if okay? it's a back injury, like Jimmy Butler, like you said. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah oh, even yeah. a back injury. You you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Back injury. If he has another back injury, <laughs> you're exactly back. right. Right. If he has another back injury, yeah. you're right, Theo. Honest mistake. Oh, hey, kid. If you're that big of a sports fan and Jimmy Butler fan, make sure you know Jimmy Butler's injured or not. Maybe do some research, mm. right? You did Google Maps how long it took to yeah, get there. That said, though, like the injury, he, <laughs> oh, it he was so expected bad. to play last night and it popped up. It popped up. I yeah. mean, your back flares up sometimes. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Ask Tua. The back flares up and then <laughs> yeah. you're in a tough spot. And you shake the cobwebs off. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. You know, you got to get your balance and everything. Um, so Fox 5 in D.C., I don't know much about it. It seems like a fine telev- local television network. Um, 
Earlier this week, the Vancouver Canucks of the NFL, of the NFL, of the NHL, that's good sports reporting on my part too, of the NHL, they, uh, they fired their, their coach, Bruce Boudreaux, okay, and replaced him with Rick Tockett. Uh, Bruce Boudreaux is a longtime NHL coach. He has had a lot of success. Things just didn't work out in Vancouver. And so over the last couple of weeks, he's really been a dead man walking. Uh, and his final game with the Canucks was earlier this week. He left to a resounding ovation from very classy Vancouver fans and route to then being fired after said game where he was honored and the new coach being named. Mm-hmm. Well, Fox 5 in D.C., first, for whatever reason, decided that they were going to report on this. Well... I guess it makes sense. Bruce Boudreaux used to be the Washington Capitals coach when they won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. So I guess that's why this makes sense. Still, mm, uh, (laughs) dicey. Dicey decision, okay? Also, probably a dicey decision when it comes to forcing a poor news reporter who probably knows very little to nothing about hockey or the NHL or the Vancouver Canucks or Bruce Boudreaux to actually then deliver the story instead of someone who works in the sports department. So here is, on Fox 5 DC, a news reporter trying to deliver Vancouver Canucks news in place of a sports reporter. And former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been fired by the Vancouver Canucks. The team announced the change today. Rick Tuchet was hired as Boudreaux's replacement. So let's go through that one more time, and I'm going to uh, make sure that I issue all the corrections to this poor young woman. Uh, let's, let's hear it again. This is this is Fox 5 DC reporting the latest on the Vancouver Canucks. And former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been mm. fired by the Vancouver Canucks. Mm. The team announced the change today. Rick Tuchet was hired as Boudreaux's <laughs> replacement. So that's Bruce Boudreaux, okay? Mm. Uh, and how did she pronounce it again? Let's just hear her say Boudreaux. that. Uh, well, it just, can we hear her say it one more time? Bruce Boudreaux. And, and she former can... Washington Capitals coach, Bruce Boudreaux. Whoops. That's Boudreaux. And then, mm. how about the team name? Uh, it's Vancouver Canucks, and let's hear how, how Fired it Fired by the Vancouver Canucks. Oh, the... boy. Uh, now the replacement is Rick Tockett, and let's just let's just uh, oh. let's let's uh, hear one more time how how we approached that one. Tuket was hired as Bedrews were changed today. Oh, Rick Tuket was hired. Tuket, oh, that's tough. So tough that's Bruce Boudreaux, Vancouver Canucks, <laughs> and Rick Tockett. If you're scoring at home, it's not just that though, Stone. It's not just that. She tried it again, right? Oh, oh, well, I'm going to have to find that one. I apologize. All right, it's right under what I sent you yesterday. Uh, it is it's in the same Twitter thread. It's in the exact it's same right Twitter thread. Uh, so so that's rough. Yeah. So while Stone finds that, I want to ask you, Theo, you're, you're in local TV news, okay? Yeah. And, and typically the news, the, the sports people for like a morning local TV broadcast, you're recording the sports the night before, right? You guys aren't actually coming in at five in the morning to deliver the sports. Nobody's coming in at five in the morning with sports. If you see sports in the morning, it's recorded the night before every time. Okay. Same suit from last night. Okay. So there are times where the local news person, the news anchor has to deliver the sports if something new has happened locally uh, after the recorded sports yeah. plays. Do they ever check in with the local sports department, maybe a phone call, anything to get pronunciations, get some assistance in case there's any questions about how to pronounce uh, a coach's name or even a team? Well, they don't. They don't as often, especially in early shows, because generally speaking, these are scripts 
that producers are copying and pasting from a national feed and putting in there for anchors to read. So, do you think that's what's happening here with this poor young woman? I can tell you exactly. All I can right. tell you exactly. Tell me, how tell this me, went tell down. me what happened here. First, before we do that, let's hear the second time around because the next hour, <laughs> the first time, can we? All right, real quick, can we hear we the can first? Give time can we hear the first one one more time here, Stone? This was in the, uh, and this is the afternoon. The this is show. the afternoon. This is their eleven a.m. show. This happens in the eleven a.m. show, Fox Five DC, with the latest in the Vancouver Canucks coaching change and former Washington Capitals coach Bruce. Boudreau has been fired by the Vancouver Canucks. The team announced the change today. Uh-huh. Rick Tuchet oh, was hired as Boudreau's replacement. Oh, man. So it's just all And then she went Boudreau, by the way, at the end of that, which I didn't catch. Um, so they had a full hour, a full hour, knowing that she butchered the hell out of mm-hmm. that. They had a full hour to fix it. Let's hear her effort in the 12 p.m. news show on Fox 5 D.C. Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been fired by the Vancouver Canucks. The team announced the change Sunday, less than a week after president of hockey operations Jim Rutherford said major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukid was hired as Boudreaux's replacement. They literally had a full hour to fix it. And then it came out worse. So true. It came out worse, and she's still dropping a Canucks on him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what happened, Theo? All right, so as you can see from the timestamps of both of those, the first one was at 11.23-ish, right? Yeah. And the second one was at about 12, 23, 24. Uh-huh. Producers especially— <laughs> Canucks on the 20s at Fox 5 DC. <laughs> producers in local TV, especially on the back end of their shows— have pretty much given up at this point, and they're just <laughs> throwing filler stories in there to fill time. At the end of the day, nobody's going to check a producer as long as they filled their time. They didn't go too long or too short. And that means what? The ad dollars still come in. These are money grab shows anyway, because who the hell is at home at 11 a.m. or at 12 to be able to watch the news? The morning shows are huge. The evening shows are huge. You have the least amount of staff at these midday shows. So the producer. That's true. Usually, like, that's the Drew Barrymore show or like the Kelly Clarkson show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and, and again, those shows are marketed towards more so stay-at-home moms because who else will be home on a weekday at 11 a.m. Right. And at 12. So then why are you doing a Canucks story? Here's why. Rick <laughs> took it. Because <laughs> the producer for that 11 a.m., and mind you, there's probably different producers for the 11 a.m. Like, and the 12 p.m. Hasn't there show. been in the D.C. area a cat that climbed a tree or something? Can't you do that story? For some reason, they decided they were going to throw in these reader sports stories because what I noticed in that first clip was the story they did before that was DeMar Hamlin. So they're not even doing this because of the D.C. tie. They're just throwing in sports stories that are national to fill time at this point. So I'm sure after she read that one at 1123, she probably hit that producer. Hey, like, okay, so how do I get the pronunciation? They probably got it all locked in and right. Then she starts her noon show. She forgets all about it because uh-huh. this is what happens every time. You read something, you screw it up, you know you have to read it again later. You're like, okay, I remember Canucks. You know, you go over it with somebody, Canucks and Boudreaux or whatever, and you get it right, and then you start your new show at 12, and then you have your real news stories, and then you go on the break, and then you have your second block, your real news story, and then you go on the break, and then you get to that last block. You're tired again. You forget the stories coming up, and you can notice, if you play the second clip again, how much she paused 
before she started oh, yeah. saying oh, words. Yeah. She re- she saw it again. She's like, oh yeah. god, this again. She, was and like, she froze up. But it's no, you can't. She wanted to bail. She wanted to bail. So actually, that's a great point. Let's hear her twelve o'clock show effort yeah. because you're right. She she clearly forgot what you're saying. She forgot about the Canucks disaster yes. of the eleven o'clock show, and then all of a sudden on her teleprompter comes. The Canucks again, and she totally forgot about it, and then she forgot what the producers told her to correct it, and she tried to bail, and then she just decided to sell out on Canucks. Yeah, like that's, that's, just go with the other pronunciation. Maybe it's right. 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 Like, like, just don't say what you did the first out. time. How, by the way, Canucks, C-A-N-U-C-K-S, how do you get nuke? Out I don't of that, know how like this. common sense Canadian. would dictate. So she thinks that it automatically they're they're gonna they're, you say everything with a Canadian accent. Canucks, hey, the Vancouver Canucks eat some poutine. The Canucks. She thinks like that's almost like sort of countryist on her part. Um, so 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 listen to how she tries to bail. In her her brain says, "Oh God, and like, not this again." This. Here's the twelve o'clock effort on Fox Five DC. Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been fired by the Vancouver Canucks. The team announced the change Sunday, less than a week after president of hockey operations Jim Rutherford said major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukid was hired uh, as she's just so you know. done. Like the and right before she says Rick Tukid, you yeah. can tell her her uh. will to live just disappears. <laughs> like could you could you go back to that part real quick, Stone? Because you can tell once she got through the name of the team president, she's like, all right, finally the names are done. I'm done butchering One this. More. But then she says, oh damn it, there's Tukid. Rick Tukid was hired <laughs> as. And you could before she, this her just her her body you can tell she just slumped in her chair overweight and you could but here before before she begins talking all of that blank airspace is her looking at the screen being like I cannot <laughs> yeah. believe Go to this the BS you came can back. hear because she, they have B roll of yes. Demar Hamlin like playing in a game and they yes. have the announcers underneath you can hear the announcers from CBS <laughs> yes. uh, that they should have just completely muted entirely in the right. highlight package but you're right she's trying to collect herself because she's like oh my God yeah. it's what I butchered the last hour. Five on three. Three. Yeah, Former Washington <laughs> Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been like, fired by the Vancouver Canucks. The team the announced the change Sunday, uh, less than a week after President of Hockey Operations right. Jim Rutherford. So she thinks he's through. Right there. Injury was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukit was hired. And then she had to gear herself back up for Tukit. I promise you, like, and I feel so bad for her because these anchor, the news anchors to me are so amazing and they're so good at, like when you throw any world leader out there they nail it on the spot you know what's this guy uh what's the guy the israel the leader benjamin of netanyahu former yeah, netanyahu president and all of that yeah. they will nail all of those names but if you throw an anchor a random sports team's coach player anything like that you just never know what you're gonna yeah, get yeah but that's not fair because like i should be able to pronounce mikhail gorbachev i should be able to pronounce ron DeSantis. yes i know these things yes. so i'm not gonna give the news NHL, anchor a pass nhl and it's not even your home team i'm not mad but it's, at her they're not, not even russian been. like if it was a russian player then i'd understand it but this is bruce boudreaux yeah. and rick tuckett and the canucks that's the one fine butcher their names but the canucks she almost went with cancuns <laughs> the, the vancouver cancuns like, come on it's, Come on. it's not good. She should have tried to practice that in the break, or she should have told them, "Don't, don't run that story." Like no more. I know what the CIA stands for. I know what the FBI stands for. Like, come on, you do play by play. Give her a break. But like, you look at names each and every week of your career. I'm giving her a break because the producer. What's the hardest name? Failure. What's the hardest name you've had doing play by play? I do the research to know that it's right. 
The producer set her up for failure there. And she also could have read through her scripts and made sure to get it right the second time. But at that point, it was just probably her getting a little exhausted, ready to get off. And now she's gone viral. Poor, <laughs> poor woman. This is Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. We're going to hear another crazy sports call from Washington, D.C. when we come back. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. From the Anajar yeah, and Levine yeah. Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. All right, we'll have to get to uh, the Georgetown Hoyas celebration for not sucking for the first time in three years tomorrow. First, let me tell you about the South Florida Fair. South Florida Fair, it goes through Sunday. SouthFloridaFair.com, get your passes. And make sure to go see all the outstanding dinosaur exhibits, not to mention the food and the fun and the shows and the pig races, all there. Just a couple more days, South Florida Fair, SouthFloridaFair.com. That's the South Florida Fair, SouthFloridaFair.com at the beautiful South Florida Fairgrounds right in West Palm. That's the South Florida Fair, SouthFloridaFair.com. All right, so this from TMZ. Marcus Stokes was a committed quarterback to Florida who lost his scholarship offer because he was caught on video rapping and saying the N-word, okay? That's the context you need to know before I give you the following tweet from TMZ. Marcus Storks. Marcus Stokes, I should say. A four-star quarterback recruit who lost his University of Florida scholarship offer after rapping the N-word on video has received a new offer from an HBCU Albany State University. Mm-mm-mm. Theo, your thoughts on this I as to, a man who went to an HBCU? I went to an HBCU and I covered Albany State for three and a half years when I covered South Georgia. I will say this. If he really did, and he was caught on camera saying it was. that. It was, it, was there, it was there to hear and it was, uh, I don't know if it was a hard R, but it was out there. It, it probably was. I hope it wasn't a hard R. Yeah. Uh, they have a new head coach. Mm-hmm. He's probably trying to make a couple headlines, be in the news. I oh, he tell made this. some. Yeah. And they're trying to say they give second chances in Albany, Georgia. I will say this. A kid that got caught saying the N-word traveling to Albany, Georgia <laughs> to go to an HBCU and play quarterback. Probably not a good, good idea for him, right? I would say he should probably look at his other <laughs> offer. Only, only because he did that. Other than that, Albany, Georgia, great place to be. Welcoming people, land of the second chances and all of that. But Is that's there a one of those chance things. that they just didn't know Zero percent about his no, no, background? No. They know. They know. They tweeted out. The new coach, Quinn Gray Sr., tweeted out about second chances and character and God forgives. Why can't we? There are legitimate people on staff who are hired to view the portal and watch the portal and do your research and go back and ask a kid's janitor. All all I'm saying is that Bethune-Cookman's university president said, no, there's no mold in our dorms. It's just mildew. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm glad Ed Reed probably – he's probably better off without that job. That's the Odette Stone. I'm Ken. Bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. So, you were saying, Stone, in the break, a huge snub in Coach of the Year voting? I was like half paying attention to you. Yeah, so uh, Minnesota Vikings fans really upset. Kevin O'Connell didn't get thrown in that list of finalists. Wow. Wait, who's in, who's in it? Who's in it? Who's in it? Who's in the list of finalists? Like, I, so 
just uh, peeling back that uh, that curtain a little uh, behind the uh, the fourth wall here. Stone in the break was trying to talk to me, and I was too worried about doing something else and completely ignoring him. So I did that whole like Stone's like giving me this whole oh so this happened and I heard like snub yeah. and coach, and so I'm like ah uh-huh, ha uh-huh, whoa ah uh-huh, ha uh-huh, ha, and I actually wasn't sure what Stone was telling me. So, so now this is me rehashing it. And trying to play it off like I was listening the whole time. <laughs> so the coach of the year finalists are Nick Sirianni, Kyle Shanahan, Brian Dayball, Sean McDermott, and Doug Peterson. But Kevin O'Connell's left off that list. The Minnesota Vikings fans are upset. I would argue that... Oh Get Doug off of there! Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's what I was going to yeah. say. I would take Kevin O'Connell over Doug Peterson on that. Like, come on, no, man. No, but here's the thing about Doug Peterson. No, He's, you can't be just because it's the Jaguars. Right, you can't exactly. Be, that's what they're doing there. Oh, uh, Jaguars, I don't think, uh, the brand, it sucks. And so they finally made it back. So yeah. here's the thing. Back their way to a division title. <laughs> with how di- deep um, Urban Meyer dug them of a ditch, for Doug Peterson to get them out of it and into the playoffs the very next year is huge. And Kevin O'Connell snuck by in a division where he the beat Packers were down. Oh, where the come Pack- on. Who didn't beat Aaron Rodgers? Uh, Who didn't beat Aaron Rodgers? Who didn't beat Aaron Rodgers, Stone? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I think I, don't, I think it's unfair what you're doing there because I'm it, just saying, that I'm just, argument, that same argument, could be Chua. made for Kevin O'Connell. No, no, you can say that he, Kevin O'Connell, did a good job. Yes, but it's not like he did anything that much more magical than what Sorry, the Vikings he won did last games. year. But he won 13 he games. He won 13 games. The Jaguars did not win 13 games. They didn't the come Jaguars, close to winning 13 games. The Jaguars had to get rid of the Texans. They had to get rid of the, ooh, they the Titans. Right, right. They, that's the, that was one of the weakest division, the second weakest division in football, and the Jaguars barely won it. Okay, well, with the Vikings, they barely won 10 of their games. But they won 13. But they won 13. They barely won 10 Total. of them. Okay, and that's how many they won, won them. It's cool that they won those, but then we saw what played out in the playoffs as soon as they got into it. They got wiped out. We've been saying the Vikings team has been fraudulent all year long. And that's why and they're now, not a finalist, because they want they don't want guys like you replying on the Twitter feed saying, but they were fraudulent anyway. Why are we though. even talking about these guys? Doug Peterson, what he did they with the They won 13 Jaguars games in the NFL. Doug right. Peterson, what he did they with the Jaguars this NFC year North. is more impressive than me. I'm just oh, saying. man. They, more they, impressive than me. They shipped Aaron Rodgers out of Green Bay, like they solely or, the Vikings. Or did they or did Aaron Rodgers get shipped out of Green Bay because of the fact that Sure, I'm sure it's a percentage Adams. of both, but we're arguing against a team that's won 13 games in right. the NFL. That's never, ever, ever easy to do. I know it's not easy to do, and they didn't do it easily. It was really tough for them. It uh, was. Same same reason it's not easy to win championships. It's not even easy to oh, win games in the man. NFL. So you, give a team, give, give Kevin his love. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve love. He did a really good job. But, I mean, we're talking about Coach of the Year finalists. I'm saying, who are you taking out of there? And there's no way you take Doug Peterson out Doug of there. Doug Peterson. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, the Jags are a great story. But Kevin O'Connell what? found a way to have Kirk what? Cousins as his quarterback and win 13 games. Let's go that route then. He is saddled with Kirk Cousins. And he won <laughs> 13 games in an NFC North championship with that. Okay? Just not impressed. I'm sorry. But you think Doug Peterson's but a Doug quarterback Peterson. whisperer now? I'm oh not as impressed God. with what I'm just saying. Who are you going to take out? And if y'all are saying Doug Peterson, I think you're wrong. Who are you more afraid of going into next season? The Jacksonville Jaguars and the Minnesota Vikings? Go ahead. I dare you. Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, oh my Jesus God. Lord. I said it. Jesus yeah, Lord. I said it. They came within a touchdown. Oh. They came within a touchdown of to the Chad big, Henny? mighty <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs. Oof. 
And you know what? They played a little dirty. Yeah, they injured Patrick Mahomes on purpose, and I don't like the Jaguars for it. But you know what? If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Go ahead. And I'll, that's what I know Doug Peterson coach teams are doing as well. I'll force you to put your good Karma Brands paycheck yeah. on a team you total absolutely should. over <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. They're going to give you eight and a half next season. So yeah, you yeah. go ahead and take that over take in that team over. total. Win. Are you going to take the Vikings over? Of course, sure, and I'll take that I Jacksonville Jaguars total, under. I bet you the Vikings total ain't nowhere near 13. I bet it'll it be more shouldn't like 10. Be. 10's great. The Dallas Cowboys were 10 I think this it'll year. Be more like the 49ers nine were 10. It might be this more year. like 8. <laughs> no, it won't. Come on. The NFC North is so much better of a division yeah. than the AFC South. It's laughable. Is it, is yes. it that much better? Absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot that the NFC North has a team that's picking first in the draft this year. Dan, okay. Dan Campbell could have taken Doug Peterson's spot for matter. all we care. How does that not matter? It doesn't matter when you, you cumulatively in the AFC South, you have four of those teams picking inside the top 15. <laughs> you got the Titans, though. What about the Titans? Yeah, the Lovey Smith led Houston Texans the out there. You got Jeff Saturday and the Colts. Oh, wow. He's getting a second interview, by the way. <laughs> Maybe as an analyst. Doug Peterson yeah, did a good it's job. actually he's interviewing he's interviewing the uh, Colts front office. It's not a coaching interview. He's actually going to be interviewing them. Yes, for a TV feature. One more question though: the Vikings preseason odds. I'm sure to win the division were were shorter. I believe plus three fifty. Shorter than what the Jaguars preseason odds to win their division. Were. I can't imagine that's that true. Or the margins aren't. I'm sure they all were given the same amount of odds. AFC South, go duke it out. We, nobody cares. Let's not forget preseason, the Colts were expected to be a lot better and then obviously the Titans were sure. probably the favorites. So the Jaguars probably had the third best odds coming into the season to win that division and they won it. And they were pesky in the playoffs. I never I, in my life right. thought I would sit here on this show in West Palm <laughs> Beach, Florida and be defending Kevin O'Connell. But here I am. <laughs> we, me, me and Cam, we take Dan Campbell over Doug Peterson right now with the way this argument's wow. going. I mean, would you make an argument? Would you? You can make an argument. Would you? You can make though? a case. Who do you have, who do you have you more do trust it? in going into next season? It's inevitably the Lions. Doug Peterson, the guy who keeps on winning games from behind. Right, is it those stone? I don't know if I agree champion. with you with that. <laughs> like, what's up with Woo! this dude? I don't know if I agree with that. The, the Lions ended the season on a very high note. They led yeah, the so NFL the in points per game. So did the Jaguars. I, I usually am fine with Stone speaking for me, but now <laughs> I, I can handle it here, Stone. He said, me and Ken are going to put all our money on the Lions. Dan Campbell. Stone, you're my boy, but you can go on that Detroit Lions journey on your own. I was uh, afraid to go with by uh, myself. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's very scary. That's why I'm staying totally home. Uh, do you or a loved one suffer from snoring? Do you find that you're losing your own night of sleep, even changing rooms? Well, Dr. Neil Goldhaber has a solution for that because he's been treating ear, nose, and throat patients in Florida for over 20 years. In addition to being the nasal and sinus expert, he also treats patients with snoring and sleep apnea. Dr. Goldhaber is located right in Boynton Beach. Easy to get to. Dr. Goldhaber's state-of-the-art in-office procedures help improve your breathing and your nasal symptoms. There is very little worse than consistently daily suffering with breathing problems, with nasal issues. It just feels like it never goes away. The snoring, the sinus pain, the sinus infections. Don't live like that. You don't have to live like that. If you can get it fixed, why wouldn't you? That's what Dr. Goldhaber is there for. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, ear, nose, and throat problems, often the cause of snoring. Schedule an appointment so you can breathe better today, sleep better tonight. GoldhaberSinus.com. That's GoldhaberSinus.com or call 561-734-3636. 561-734-3636. GoldhaberSinus.com. That's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Leo in Riviera Beach on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Leo? Hey, guys. 
I think you guys are severely underrating Doug Peterson. He has won a Super Bowl. He's a quote-unquote quarterback whisperer. But not with the Jaguars, of course. But he look at the situation he took over for Urban Meyer, yeah. and uh, and he got them to the playoffs. I think that says more about the, the pile of, of coaching trash, uh, at least professionally, Urban Meyer is, than it does how great. It's like Doug Peterson's good. This is the thing that the NFL has forced us into this conversation about choosing Doug Peterson or Kevin O'Connell. And I like Doug Peterson. I'm happy with what he did. I wanted him to coach the Dolphins before they got Mike McDaniel. But I can't argue with 13 wins and an NFC North championship over backing your way into the playoffs in the second-worst division in football. Okay, I have one more thing, Mm. but would you? I would just say this. Would you say that Kevin O'Connell has a better roster to work with than Doug Peterson. I think they're similar. Whoa. And he has a better quarterback. Whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. He has a better quarterback. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then real quick, I'll let let Theo respond, but real quick, I just got one more thing. I I personally, uh, I'm taking a page out of the Temple of Troll. I personally don't think that kid should have got anything last night at the Heat game, uh, Felipe. Ooh. His team just won the damn just won the damn World Cup last month, and they're still celebrating the World Cup from Argentina. How in the heck, just because, oh, I flew 4,400 miles to see Jimmy <laughs> Butler play, now you get a prize because Jimmy Butler didn't play? Your team just won the World Cup last month. I'm a hater. I don't care. I love that it. That kid should have gotten nothing. I appreciate the call, Leo. And here's what Leo is referencing here. Yes. Uh, so before the game last night between the uh, the Heat and the Celtics, and let me make sure that I can I can find this and I'm telling this story uh, properly. So a a Heat fan, a Heat fan, or a Jimmy Butler fan showed up to the Miami Dade Arena last night. Okay, and he held a sign that read, "Dear Jimmy, we flew over." 4,405 miles to see you play. Can we get a photo or a big face coffee? Smiley emoji. The This family's from Argentina, as Leo was laying out, uh, mentioning the World Cup and Lionel Messi. Jimmy Butler, an hour before tip-off, uh, he was listed as out officially with a back issue that came on last night, so he didn't play. So... They caught this on video. This family, this kid, this young man wearing a Jimmy Butler uh, jersey with this sign, a, an attendant at the arena goes up to tell him, and I'm assuming his mom and his dad, that, hey, Jimmy Butler's not playing. And the kid, you can see his soul just break. And he drops the sign. He grabs his head in despair. And he looks forlorn, and his heart is broken. Parents... I'm going to tell you something, okay? Don't put your kids through this, all right? I don't promise them. Don't promise them that you're going to fly to a whole other country to see an athlete they love, and promise them that this athlete is going to play. Not in the NBA. Okay? Not, in, Not NBA. in the NBA. You know better. You know better than that. I'm sure. Even if you're down in Buenos Aires, okay? I what I what I would say is you tell them, hey. Let's go see your team. This is the problem with people like Stone, too, who align themselves with their favorite athletes instead of their favorite team. This is a new age way of following sports, and it's wrong because (laughs) these sort of things can happen. And then it makes Jimmy Butler look bad when Jimmy Butler has an injured back like Tua did 
just for reference, against the Bills well, in week three. Uh, well, think, back injury. A, well, back uh, injury. No, it was a back well, injury. I, I it was think, definitely a back okay. injury. That's what the doctor said. It was a back injury. <laughs> Jimmy Butler has a back injury, and so he's not going to play. I'm sure Jimmy would love to meet this young man, love to meet this kid, appreciates the fandom of this kid. But now, Jimmy Butler, through no fault of his own, he didn't ask this young man to fly from Argentina to come to the Miami Dade Arena and see him play. He didn't ask for that. It wasn't his idea. It wasn't the Heat idea. It was his parents' idea. And the parents, this fault is on you. This is your fault because you sold him this experience, this journey to go see Jimmy Butler when it should have just been go see the Heat, and it would be great if Jimmy Butler played. And it would would have saved your son from this traumatic experience. Damage control right there. Right. I like that. Now, I'm willing to bet that the Heat made it right and Jimmy met this young man. I'm willing to bet that that happened because the Heat are a first-class organization. That said, the parents should be feeling terrible this morning about their decision to, I mean, I don't want to go out and say it, but they sort of misled their child a bit, their offspring, their blood. They misled him a little bit because they didn't know if Jimmy Butler was going to play, and they sold him. A, a bill of goods. Mm. They sold him a bill of goods. Said, hey, let's go see Jimmy play, knowing damn well that maybe he wouldn't play. And I'm sure they wrote the words on the sign for him. Right? It was good handwriting or it was well made. So I'm sure they made it. Right? They failed their son yeah. in a multitude of ways. So don't you dare put this on Jimmy Butler. This young man who came from Argentina 4,500 miles to see Jimmy Butler as his sign read. Mm. And then the heartbreak when he found out Jimmy wasn't going to play. Don't you dare put this on Jimmy yeah. Butler. Don't you dare. You put all of the blame on this young man's parents. And, how, and also, who calculated the miles? Because I know that kid didn't just calculate out the miles. <laughs> you know what I'm like, saying? I mean, well, it's Google Maps. I know, but the kid did the kid hop on Google Maps and was like, wow, we flew 457,000 <laughs> I mean, miles. Kids are pretty capable these days. Yeah, but he didn't make that sign. I think the bigger question the is... Thing. Is you know they got the attention they were. Who's to know they weren't coming down to visit their timeshare right on Brickell, right? <laughs> they, like who who's to know that they weren't going That's down there to visit point. their giant family who lives on a, on the water with a yeah. big boat? Yeah, but oh, call. but you really came down here to see Just Jimmy. For Jimmy Butler, now, this was uh, this was uh, one of maybe your... we're being lied to is what mm-hmm. you're getting at. Maybe maybe we're being fed lies. Yeah, that's actually can't trust anyone these days. Can't trust anything these Speaking days. Speaking of being fed lies, I do want to thanks to uh, Christian Cat. He gave me the uh, preseason odds on both the uh, NFC oh, North oh. and the AFC South. Do you Kyle, hear I mean, I, I mean, I mean, Christian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you want to hear? Him? Yeah. Um, okay. So for the AFC South, the Colts were minus one twenty-five. The t- the Titans were plus one seventy. And the Jaguars were plus 700 mm. to win the AFC South. That is a 12.5% implied probability. In the NFC mm. North. I don't even know what that means. Oh, zero close. 12.5% no implied. So you? they're saying it's a it's about a 12% chance that the Jaguars will have right, won I'll, the AFC South. I'll take South. your word for it. Okay. I'm, I'm lost it, makes right a, now. it adds up. Yeah, it adds up, right? You yes. get the odds. In the yeah. NFC North, the Packers, number one, at minus 190. And the Vikings number two at plus two seventy five. Okay, so and I said two fifty thir- on the right. dot. And they for won. Them. So you're smart. That and was they, good. And they won thirteen games. They, they won, won thir- thirteen so damn games. Who just lied when I said they were plus two fifty? They were yeah. plus two seventy five. No. And I said I'm sure they're close to Jags. Who won thirteen games as a non favorite in their division? What who won thirteen games as a non favorite in that division? It wasn't the Jaguars. You just backed me up with those That's numbers not as well. You are implied probability. Plus 700. Hey, Theo, tell me more implied plus probability, whatever that means. I oh, said the implied probability for the Vikings were 26%. So, so 14 more flips. percent. Two coin flips. 
You know what twice Vikings plus 13 is? 26. Twice as much percent. They, twice as likely. I don't so know. I, I, so I, the Vikings were twice as likely to win their division. I said the, the Vikings Jaguars. were off the top of my head plus 250. They were plus 275. Yeah. And then I said, you know, the Jaguars were probably somewhere close, right? It was $300, $400 yeah, off. You were wrong. They were twice as likely to win their division, the Vikings were, than the Jaguars. And Doug Peterson did it. And you guys trying to Oof. defame and discredit Super Bowl defame. champion Doug Peterson for Kevin O'Connell is honestly, to me, degrading, humiliating, <laughs> and downright disrespectful to the Jaguars as a franchise and Doug Peterson as a man. All right. Well, Theo can be over here digging Doug. <laughs> Stone and I are going to take Kevin O'Connell in 13 wins. That's right. Oh, yeah. Skull. Hey, what was that? I know they went to the playoffs. How did that go? They lost to uh, a, really uh, a well- top three coach in the NFL. To Daniel Jones. Yeah, another Coach of the Year finalist. Mm-hmm. And who also has the Comeback Player of the Year finalist in Saquon Barkley. Right. And as Ken called the New York Giants, a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Unfortunately, I did that just days before they <laughs> yeah, played the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> I was about to say, whoops. That machine got yeah. a couple of uh, kinks into yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it, it was embarrassing. If you think me uh, gassing up the Giants before they no-showed against the Eagles was embarrassing, just wait until you... what. What we we gathered out of Fox 5 in D.C. last week. We will listen to local sports reporting gone wrong when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive. On ESPN 1063. Local TV news is always good. We're about to dive into one of the single worst sports reports you're ever going to hear. But I also think that someone was put in a terrible position. Luckily, we have a local TV extraordinaire in our midst, Theo Dorsey, to break it down for us. And by the way, Jamal Crawford just tweeted photos of this kid we were talking about who who had a sign last night saying he he flew almost 5,000 miles from Argentina to see Jimmy Butler play and Jimmy Butler was ruled out last night and and a a camera crew caught the moment captured the moment Mm. that a Miami Dade Arena official told this young man with his sign he's probably eight nine years old with his sign with his family around him told him that Jimmy Butler wasn't going to play and this kid's heart broke you could see the moment that it happened he dropped the sign it was very dramatic actually. <laughs> I mean it was a it little was. too dramatic it it's almost like it was scripted yeah. yeah so so the kid dropped the sign and he put his hands on his head in despair and uh, the the whole trip was ruined yeah the the, the the Jimmy Butler has broken this young man's heart and what will he do Jimmy Butler evil, the NBA is evil, the Heat are evil, and this young man just deserves better. Well, it turns out that Jimmy Butler not only met the kid, he surprised him on the floor. There's a photo of Jimmy Butler with his hand on this kid's shoulders, and the kid looks like he's tearing up. It's a great moment. There's there's Jimmy Butler signing the Argentinian flag for this young man and his sister. His sister didn't have to get involved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy's making room for quality time with his sister as well. Pictures with the whole family on the floor right here, and he brought both his sister and the young man into the Heat locker room. Okay, they got so, they got I don't, want to, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. And this kid got to see the Heat. I uh, got to see Bam Adebayo drop a 30 Damn ball right. on the Celtics. Okay, so I don't want to hear about how badly anybody feels for the kid. And oh, the NBA, the stars sit too many games. Blah 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 blah. Uh, stop it. 
Stop it. Because Jimmy Butler went out of his way when he could have been rehabbing his back. Went out of his way mm-hmm. to, to, to make a life memory for this young man. Okay? And what we don't know. We don't know if this was actually true that they flew 4,500 miles to see Jimmy Butler. As was suggested on this show, maybe they lied about it. Lie. Stone said maybe they're here at their, their home in Brickell. And they're Argentinian, so then they, oh, look, we've got the flag, and we speak Spanish, so maybe we can, we, can, uh, we can make people think that we came from Argentina, when in reality, we live at least half the year in Miami. Maybe it's all a yeah, farce. they have some good so seats, too. here's what I'm going to, yeah, they have great <laughs> seats. They're in the lower bowl, yeah. absolutely. So all I'm going to say is that I'm cynical. And I think maybe they were making up this story a little bit for sympathy, and it did seem scripted. The dramatic drop of the sign by yeah. this nine-year-old kid at the head on the hand, uh, on his head. Oh, Jimmy, why have you forsaken me? I think I'm going to do this with the Dolphins next year. Come on now. I think that I'm going to make a sign for my daughters, who, man, dude, they love Tua, and the sign's going to read. Hey, Tua just flew 8,500 miles to come see you play. Can't wait. And I'm going to set it up though. So that we go to the game after his latest concussion. So that he's out via concussion protocol. Yeah, he's out via concussion protocol. (laughs) And that way they'll get the VIP treatment from Tua, who can bring him into the locker room and can sign their shirts and do all that stuff. It's foolproof. I'm father of the year. Yeah. Put some lays on him. Give him a couple of skirts. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Aloha. Aloha, too, is how you should start it off. Mm-hmm. Sorry about your concussion. And, right. Sorry and about concluded. your sixth concussion. Don't they say bye with Aloha, too? Yeah. So it's you high and bye. Start and finish it with Aloha. Yeah. Maybe even throw in a little Aloha in the middle if you're feeling kind of, like, spunky. Right. Ooh, right. you can add on there, like, hola, to or Aloha, to uh, <laughs> hola. my, my head hurts, too. Like, I'm oh so glad God. to be you. I'm so sorry. You know, just, like, totally just play to his concussion. Don't play into the dude's I concussion, don't do that. you meanie. I just hope that it doesn't happen. But if it does happen, then I'm definitely <laughs> gonna I'm gonna take the route that this kid's family did with Jimmy Butler last night. Or if okay? it's a back injury, like Jimmy Butler, like you said. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Oh, yeah, even yeah. a back injury. You're, you right, you're right. You're right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. This yeah, time. You're right. Back injury. If he has another back injury, <laughs> you're you exactly back. right. Right. If he has another back injury, yeah. you're right, Theo. Honest mistake. Oh, uh, hey, kid. If you're that big of a sports fan and Jimmy Butler fan, make sure you know Jimmy Butler's injured or not. Maybe do some research, right? Mm. You did Google Maps how long it took to yeah, get there. That said, though, like the injury, he, <laughs> oh, would, he was so expected bad. to play last night and it popped up. It popped up. I yeah. mean, your back flares up sometimes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Ask Tua. The back flares up and then <laughs> yeah. you're in a tough spot. And you shake the cobwebs off. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to get your balance and everything. Um, so, Fox 5 in D.C., I don't know much about it. It seems like a fine televi- local television network. Um, Earlier this week, the Vancouver Canucks of the NFL, of the NFL, of the NHL, that's good sports reporting on my part, too, of the NHL, they, uh, they fired their, their coach, Bruce Boudreaux, okay, and replaced him with Rick Tockett. Uh, Bruce Boudreaux is a longtime NHL coach. He has had a lot of success. Things just didn't work out in Vancouver. And so over the last couple of weeks, he's really been a dead man walking. Uh, and his final game with the Canucks was earlier this week. He left to a resounding ovation from very classy Vancouver fans and route to then being fired after said game where he was honored and the new coach being named. Mm-hmm. Well, Fox 5 in D.C. first, for whatever reason, decided that they were going to report on this. Well... I guess it makes sense. Bruce Boudreaux used to be the Washington Capitals coach when they won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. So I guess that's why this makes sense. Still, mm, uh, <laughs> dicey. Dicey decision, okay? 
Also, probably a dicey decision when it comes to forcing a poor news reporter who probably knows very little to nothing about hockey or the NHL or the Vancouver Canucks or Bruce Boudreaux to actually then deliver the story instead of someone who works in the sports department. So here is on Fox 5 DC, a news reporter trying to deliver Vancouver Canucks news in place of a sports reporter. And former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreau has been fired by the Vancouver Canucks. The team announced the change today. Rick Tuchet was hired as Boudreau's replacement. So let's go through that one more time, and I'm going to uh, make sure that I issue all the corrections to this poor young woman. Uh, let's, let's hear it again. This is, this is Fox 5 DC reporting the latest on the Vancouver Canucks. And former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreau has been mm. fired by the Vancouver Canucks. Mm. The team announced the change today. Rick Tuchet was hired as Boudreau's <laughs> replacement. So that's Bruce Boudreau, okay? Mm. Uh, and how did she pronounce it again? Let's just hear her say Boudreau. that. Uh, well, it just Can we hear her say it one more time? Bruce Boudreau. And, and she... former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreau. Whoops. That's Boudreaux. And then, mm. how about the team name? Uh, it's Vancouver Canucks, and let's hear how, how Fired it Fired by the Vancouver Canucks. Oh, the- boy. Uh, now the replacement is Rick Tockett, and let's just let's just uh, oh. let's let's uh, hear one more time how how we approached that one. Tuket was hired as Bedrews the change today. Oh, Rick Tuket was hired. Tuket. Oh, that's tough. So that's tough Bruce Boudreaux, Vancouver Canucks, <laughs> and Rick Tockett. If you're scoring at home, it's not just that though, Stone. It's not just that. She tried it again, right? Oh, oh, well, I'm going to have to find that one. I apologize. All right, it's right under what I sent you yesterday. Uh, it is it's in the same Twitter thread. It's in the exact it's same right Twitter thread. Uh, so so that's rough. Yeah. So while Stone finds that, I want to ask you, Theo, you're, you're in local TV news, okay? Yeah. And, and typically, the news, the, the sports people for like a morning local TV broadcast, you're recording the sports the night before, right? You guys aren't actually coming in at five in the morning to deliver the sports. Nobody's coming in at five in the morning with sports. If you see sports in the morning, it's recorded the night before every time. Okay. Same suit from last night. Okay. So there are times where the local news person, the news anchor, has to deliver the sports if something new has happened locally uh, after the recorded sports yeah. plays. Do they ever check in with the local sports department, maybe a phone call, anything to get pronunciations, get some assistance in case there's any questions about how to pronounce uh, a coach's name or even a team? Well, they don't. They don't as often, especially in early shows, because generally speaking, these are scripts that producers are copying and pasting from a national feed and putting in there for anchors to read. So, do you think that's what's happening here with this poor young woman? I can tell you exactly. All I can right. tell you exactly. Tell me, how tell this me, went tell down. me what happened here. First, before we do that, let's hear the second time around because the next hour, <laughs> the first time, can we? All right, real quick, can we hear we the can first? The, can we hear the first one one more time here, Stone? This was in the, uh, and this is the afternoon. The this show. is the afternoon. This is their 11 a.m. show. This happens in the 11 a.m. show. Fox 5 DC with the latest in the Vancouver Canucks coaching change. And former Washington Capitals coach Bruce. Boudreaux has been fired by the Vancouver Canucks. The team announced the change today. Uh-huh. Rick Tuchet oh, was hired as Boudreaux's replacement. Oh, man. So it's just all over. And then she went Boudreaux, by the way, at the end of that, which I didn't catch. Um, so 
They had a full hour, a full hour, knowing that she butchered the hell out of mm-hmm. that. They had a full hour to fix it. Let's hear her effort in the 12 p.m. news show on Fox 5 DC. Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreau has been fired by the Vancouver Can- Canucks. The team announced the change Sunday, less than a week after President of Hockey Operations Jim Rutherford said major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukid was hired as Boudreau's replacement. They literally had a full hour to fix it. And then it came out worse. So true. It came out worse, and she's still dropping a Canucks on him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what happened, Theo? All right, so as you can see from the timestamps of both of those, the first one was at 11.23-ish, right? Yeah. And the second one was at about 12, 23, 24. Uh-huh. Producers especially. <laughs> Canucks on the 20s at Fox 5 DC. <laughs> it, producers in local TV, especially on the back end of their shows, have pretty much given up at this point, and they're just <laughs> throwing filler stories in there to fill time. At the end of the day, nobody's going to check a producer as long as they filled their time. They didn't go too long or too short. And that means what? The ad dollars still come in. These are money grab shows anyway, because who the hell is at home at 11 a.m. or at 12 to be able to watch the news? The morning shows are huge. The evening shows are huge. You have the least amount of staff at these midday shows. So the producer. That's true. Usually, like, that's the Drew Barrymore show yeah. or like the Kelly Clarkson Big show. Fan. Yeah, 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 Big yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. So, like, and, and again, those shows are marketed towards more so stay at home moms because who else will be home on a weekday at 11 a.m. Right. and at 12. So then, why are you doing a Canucks story? Here's why Rick <laughs> took it. Because <laughs> the producer for that 11 a.m., and mind you, there's probably different producers for the 11 a.m. Like, and the 12 hasn't p.m. Hasn't there show. been in the D.C. area a cat that climbed a tree or something? Can't you do that story? For some reason, they decided they were going to throw in these reader sports stories because what I noticed in that first clip was the story they did before that was DeMar Hamlin. So they're not even doing this because of the D.C. tie. They're just throwing in sports stories that are national to fill time at this point. So I'm sure after she read that one at 11.23, she probably hit that producer. Hey, like, okay, so how do I get the pronunciation? They probably got it all locked in and right. Then she starts her noon show. She forgets all about it because uh-huh. this is what happens every time. You read something, you screw it up. You know you have to read it again later. You're like, okay, I remember Canucks. You know, you go over it with somebody, Canucks and Boudreaux or whatever, and you get it right, and then you start your new show at 12, and then you have your real news stories, and then you go on the break, and then you have your second block, your real news story, and then you go on the break, and then you get to that last block. You're tired again. You forget the stories coming up, and you can notice if you play the second clip again how much she paused before she started oh, yeah. saying oh, words. Yeah. She re- she saw it again. She's like, oh, yeah. God, this again. She, was like, she froze up. But it's no, you can't She pause. wanted to so, bail. You can't, she wanted so, to bail at so that point. Actually, that's a great point. Let's hear her 12 o'clock show yeah. effort because you're right. She she clearly forgot what you're saying. She forgot about the Canucks disaster yes. of the 11 o'clock show. And then all of a sudden, on her teleprompter, <laughs> comes... The Canucks again, and she totally forgot about it, and then she forgot what the producers told her to correct it, and she tried to bail, and then she just decided to sell out on Canucks. Like that's, that's just go with the other pronunciation. Maybe it's right. 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 Like, like just don't say what you did the first out. time. How, by the way, Canucks, C A N U C K S C K S. How do you get nuke? Out of that, of like kind of common sense Canadian. would dictate. So she thinks that it automatically they're they're gonna they're, you say everything over the Canadian accent. Canucks, hey, hey the Vancouver Canucks. Eat some poutine, the Canucks. She thinks like that's almost like sort of countryist on her part. Um, so 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 listen to how she tries to bail. In her her brain says, "Oh God, not, like, this not this again." Here's the twelve o'clock effort on Fox Five DC. 
Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreau has been fired by the Vancouver Can Canucks. The team announced the change right Sunday, less than a week after President of Hockey Operations Jim Rutherford said major yeah. surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukid was hired uh, as she's just so know. done. Like the and right before she says Rick Tukid, you yeah. can tell her her uh. will to live just disappears. <laughs> like could you could you go back to that part real quick, Stone? Because you can tell once she got through the name of the team president, she's like, "All right, finally the names are done. I'm done butchering One this." More. But then she says, "Oh damn it, there's Tukid." Rick Tukid was hired <laughs> as. And you could before she, this, her just her her body. You can tell she just slumped in her chair. Overweight. And you could hear before before she begins talking. All of that blank airspace is her looking at the screen, being like, <laughs> "I cannot yeah. believe Go to this." The BS you came can back. hear because she, they have B roll of yes. Demar Hamlin like playing in a game, and they yes. have the announcers underneath. You can hear the announcers from CBS <laughs> yes. uh, that they should have just completely muted entirely in the right. highlight package. But you're right; she's trying to collect herself because she's like, "Oh my God, yeah. it's what I butchered the last hour." Five on three. Yeah, they're Former Washington Capitals coach <laughs> Bruce Boudreau has been fired by announced the change Sunday, uh, less than a week after President of Hockey Operations right. Jim Rutherford. So she thinks he's through. Right there. Injury was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukin was hired <laughs> as both. And then she had to gear herself back up for Tukin. I promise you, like, and I feel so bad for her because these anchor, the news anchors to me are so amazing and they're so good at, like when you throw any world leader out there they nail it on the spot you know what's this guy uh what's the guy the israel the leader benjamin of netanyahu former netanyahu president and all of that yeah. they will nail all of those names but if you throw an anchor a random sports team's coach player anything like that you just never know what you're gonna yeah, get Yeah, but that's not fair because like i should be able to pronounce mikhail gorbachev i should be able to pronounce ron DeSantis. yes i know these things yes. so i'm not gonna give the news NHL, anchor a pass nhl and it's not even your home team i'm not mad but it's, at her they're not, not even russian it. like if it was a russian player then i'd understand it but this is bruce boudreaux yeah. and rick tuckett and the canucks that's the one fine butcher their names but the canucks she almost went with cancuns <laughs> the, the vancouver cancuns like come on it's, Come on. it's not good. She should have tried to practice that in the break, or she should have told them, don't don't run that story Like, no I know what the CIA stands for. I know what the FBI stands for. Like, come on. You do play by Give play. Give her a break. Like, you look at names each and every week of your career. I'm giving her a break. Because the producer's What's the hardest name? What's the hardest name you've had doing play by play? I do the research to know that it's right. The producer set her up for failure there. <laughs> and she also could have read through her scripts and made sure to get it right the second time, but... At that point, it was just probably her getting a little exhausted, ready to get off. And now she's gone viral. Poor, <laughs> poor woman. This is Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. We're going to hear another crazy sports call from Washington, D.C. when we come back. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. From the Anajar yeah, and Levine yeah. Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. All right, we'll have to get to uh, the Georgetown Hoyas celebration for not sucking for the first time in three years tomorrow. First, let me tell you about the South Florida Fair. South Florida Fair, it goes through Sunday. SouthFloridaFair.com, get your passes. And make sure to go see all the outstanding dinosaur exhibits 
Not to mention the food and the fun and the shows and the pig races. All there. Just a couple more days. South Florida Fair. SouthFloridaFair.com. That's the South Florida Fair. SouthFloridaFair.com at the beautiful South Florida Fairgrounds. All right. In West Palm. That's the South Florida Fair. SouthFloridaFair.com. All right. So this from TMZ. Marcus Stokes was a committed quarterback to Florida who lost his scholarship offer because he was caught on video rapping and saying the N-word, okay? That's the context you need to know before I give you the following tweet from TMZ. Marcus Storks. Marcus Stokes, I should say. A four-star quarterback recruit who lost his University of Florida scholarship offer after rapping the N-word on video has received a new offer from an HBCU. Albany State University. Mm-mm-mm. Theo, your thoughts on this? I As to, a man who went to an HBCU. I went to an HBCU and I covered Albany State for three and a half years when I covered South Georgia. I will say this. If he really did, and he was caught on camera saying it was. that. It was, it, was, it, was there, it was there to hear and it was, uh, I don't know if it was a hard R, but it was out there. It, it probably was. I hope it wasn't a hard R. Yeah. Uh, they have a new head coach. Mm-hmm. He's probably trying to make a couple headlines, be in the news. I oh, he made this. some. Yeah. And they're trying to say they give second chances in Albany, Georgia. I will say this. A kid that got caught saying the N-word traveling to Albany, Georgia <laughs> to go to an HBCU and play quarterback. Probably not a good, a good idea for him, right? I would say he should probably look at his other offer. <laughs> only, only because he did that. Other than that, Albany, Georgia, great place to be. Welcoming people, land of the second chances and all of that. But Is that's there one a of those chance things. that they just didn't know Zero percent about his no, no, no. background? They know. They know. They tweeted out. The new coach, Quinn Gray Sr., tweeted out about second chances and character and God forgives. Why can't we? There are legitimate people on staff who are hired to view the portal and watch the portal and do your research and go back and ask a kid's janitor. All All I'm saying is that Bethune-Cookman's university president said, no, there's no mold in our dorms. It's just mildew. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad Ed Reed probably, he's probably better off without that job. That's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, local TV news is always good. We're about to dive into one of the single worst sports reports you're ever going to hear. But I also think that someone was put in a terrible position. Luckily, we have a local TV extraordinaire in our midst, Theo Dorsey, to break it down for us. And by the way, Jamal Crawford just tweeted photos of this kid we were talking about who who had a sign last night saying he he flew almost 5,000 miles from Argentina to see Jimmy Butler play. And Jimmy Butler was ruled out last night. And and a, a camera crew... Caught the moment, captured the moment mm. that a Miami Dade Arena official told this young man with his sign, he's probably eight, nine years old, with his sign, with his family around him, told him that Jimmy Butler wasn't going to play and this kid's heart broke. You could see the moment that it mm. happened. He dropped the sign. It was very dramatic, actually. <laughs> I mean, it was a it little was. too dramatic. It it's felt almost like it was scripted, yeah. yeah. So, so the kid dropped the sign and he put his hands on his head in despair and uh, the, the whole trip was ruined. Yeah. The, 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 the Jimmy Butler has broken this young man's heart and what will he do? Jimmy Butler's evil, the NBA is evil, the Heat are evil, and this young man just deserves better. Well, it turns out 
that Jimmy Butler not only met the kid, he surprised him on the floor. There's a photo of Jimmy Butler with his hand on this kid's shoulders, and the kid looks like he's tearing up. It's a great moment. There's there's Jimmy Butler signing the Argentinian flag for this young man and his sister. His sister didn't have to get involved. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy's making room for quality time with his sister as well. Pictures with the whole family on the floor right here. And... He brought both his sister and the young man into the heat locker room. Okay, they got so, a, they again, got a great I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. And this kid got to see the heat. I uh, got to see Bam Adebayo drop a thirty Damn ball right. on the Celtics. Okay, so I don't want to hear about how badly anybody feels for the kid. And oh, the NBA, the stars sit too many games. Blah 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 blah. I uh, stop it. Stop it. Because Jimmy Butler went out of his way when he could have been rehabbing his back. Went out of his way to, to, to make a life memory for this young man. Okay? And what we don't know. We don't know if this was actually true that they flew 4,500 miles to see Jimmy Butler. As was suggested on this show, maybe they lied about it. Stone said maybe they're here at their, their home in Brickell. And they're Argentinian, so then they, oh, look, we've got the flag, and we speak Spanish, so maybe we can, we, can, uh, we can make people think that we came from Argentina, when in reality, we live at least half the year in Miami. Maybe it's all a yeah, farce. they have some good so seats, too. Here's what I'm going to, yeah, they have great <laughs> seats. They're in the lower bowl, yeah. absolutely. So all I'm going to say is that I'm cynical. And I think maybe they were making up this story a little bit for sympathy, and it did seem scripted. The dramatic drop of the sign by yeah. this nine-year-old kid and the head on the hand uh, on his head. Oh, Jimmy, why have you forsaken me? I think I'm going to do this with the Dolphins next Come year. Come on now. I think that I'm going to make a sign for my daughters, who man, dude, they love Tua, and the sign's going to read. Hey, Tua just flew 8,500 miles to come see you play. Can't wait. And I'm going to set it up though. So that we go to the game after his latest concussion. So that he's out via concussion protocol. Yeah, he's out via concussion protocol. And that way they'll get the VIP treatment from Tua, who can bring him into the locker room and can sign their shirts and do all that stuff. It's foolproof. I'm father of the year. Yeah. Put some lays on him. Give him a couple of skirts. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Aloha. Aloha, too, is how you should start it off. Mm-hmm. Sorry about your concussion. And, right. Sorry and about concluded. your sixth concussion. Don't they say bye with aloha, too? Yeah. So it's you high and bye. Start and finish it with aloha. Yeah. Maybe even throw in a little aloha in the middle if you're feeling kind of, like, spunky. Right. Ooh, right. you can add on there, like, hola, to or aloha, oh. too. Uh, <laughs> hola. My, my head hurts, too. Like, I'm oh so glad God. to be you. I'm so sorry. You know, just, like, totally just play to his concussion. Don't play into the dude's concussion. Do that, you meanie. I just hope that it doesn't happen. But if it does happen, then I'm definitely gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take the route that this kid's family did with Jimmy Butler last night. Or if okay? it's a back injury, like Jimmy Butler, like you said. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Oh, yeah even yeah. a back injury. You're, you right, you're right. You're right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, time. You're right. Back injury. If he has another back injury, <laughs> earlier you you're said exactly back. right. Right. If he has another back injury, yeah. you're right, Theo. Honest mistake. Oh, uh, hey, kid. If you're that big of a sports fan and Jimmy Butler fan, make sure you know Jimmy Butler's injured or not. Maybe do some research, mm. right? You did Google Maps how long it took to yeah, get there. That said, though, like the injury, he, <laughs> oh, would, he was so expected bad. to play last night and it popped up. It popped up. I yeah. mean, your back flares up sometimes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Ask Tua. The back flares up and then <laughs> yeah. you're in a tough spot. And you shake the cobwebs off. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. You know, you got to get your balance and everything. Um, so Fox 5 in D.C., I don't know much about it. It seems like a fine tele- local television network. Um 
earlier this week, the Vancouver Canucks of the NFL, of the NFL, of the NHL, that's mm. good sports reporting on my part too, of the NHL, they, uh, they fired their, their coach, Bruce Boudreaux, okay, and replaced him with Rick Tockett. Uh, Bruce Boudreaux is a longtime NHL coach. He has had a lot of success. Things just didn't work out in Vancouver. And so over the last couple of weeks, he's really been a dead man walking. Uh, and his final game with the Canucks was earlier this week. He left to a resounding ovation from very classy Vancouver fans and route to then being fired after said game where he was honored and the new coach being named. Mm-hmm. Well, Fox 5 in D.C., first for whatever reason, decided that they were going to report on this. Well... I guess it makes sense. Bruce Boudreaux used to be the Washington Capitals coach when they won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. So I guess that's why this makes sense. Still, mm, uh, dicey. <laughs> dicey decision, okay? Also, probably a dicey decision when it comes to forcing a poor news reporter who probably knows very little to nothing about hockey yeah. or the NHL or the Vancouver Canucks or Bruce Boudreaux to actually then deliver the story instead of someone who works in the sports department. So here is, on Fox 5 DC, a news reporter trying to deliver Vancouver Canucks news in place of a sports reporter. And former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreau has been fired by the Vancouver Canucks. The team announced the change today. Rick Tuchet was hired as Boudreau's replacement. So let's go through that one more time, and I'm going to uh, make sure that I issue all the corrections to this poor young woman. Uh, let's, let's hear it again. This is this is Fox 5 DC reporting the latest on the Vancouver Canucks. And former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreau has been mm. fired by the Vancouver Canucks. Mm. The team announced the change today. Rick Tuchet was hired as Boudreau's <laughs> replacement. So that's Bruce Boudreau, okay? Mm. Uh, and how did she pronounce it again? Let's just hear her say Boudreaux. that. Uh, well, it just Can we hear her say it one more time? Bruce Boudreau. And, and she, former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreau. Whoops. That's Boudreau. And then, mm. how about the team name? Uh, it's Vancouver Canucks, and let's hear how, how Fired it Fired by the Vancouver Canucks. Oh, the- boy. Uh, now the replacement is Rick Tockett, and let's just let's just uh, oh. let's let's uh, hear one more time how how we approached that one. Tuket was hired as Bedrews would change today. Oh, Rick Tuket was hired. Tuket. Oh, that's tough. So tough that's Bruce damage, Boudreaux, yeah. Vancouver Canucks, <laughs> and Rick Tockett. If you're scoring at home, it's not just that though, Stone. It's not just that. She tried it again, right? Oh, oh, well, I'm going to have to find that one. I apologize. All right, it's right under what I sent you yesterday. <laughs> uh, it is it's in the same Twitter thread. It's in the exact it's same right Twitter thread. Uh, so so that's rough. Yeah. So while Stone finds that, I want to ask you, Theo, you're, you're in local TV news, okay? Yeah. And, and typically the news, the, the sports people for like a morning local TV broadcast, you're recording the sports the night before, right? You guys aren't actually coming in at five in the morning to deliver the sports. Nobody's coming in at five in the morning with sports. If you see sports in the morning, it's recorded the night before every time. Okay. Same suit from last night. Okay. So there are times where the local news person, the news anchor has to deliver the sports if something new has happened locally uh, after the recorded sports yeah. plays. Do they ever check in with the local sports department, maybe a phone call, anything to get pronunciations, get some assistance in case there's any questions about how to pronounce uh, a coach's name or even a team? Well, they don't. They don't as often, especially in early shows, because generally speaking, these are scripts 
that producers are copying and pasting from a national feed and putting in there for anchors to read. So do you think that's what's happening here with this poor young woman? I can tell you exactly. All I can right. tell you exactly tell me, how tell this me, went Tell down. me what happened here. First, before we do that, let's hear the second time around because the next hour <laughs> – the first time, can we, all right, real quick, can we hear we the can first, the, can we hear the first one one more time here, Stone? This was in the, uh, and this is the afternoon, the this show. is the afternoon, this is their 11 a.m. show. This happens in the 11 a.m. show, Fox 5 D.C. with the latest in the Vancouver Canucks coaching change. And former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreau has been fired by the Vancouver Canucks. The team announced the change today. Uh-huh. Rick Tuchet oh, was hired as Boudreau's replacement. Oh, man, so it's just all, and then she went Boudreau by the way, at the end of that, which I didn't catch. Um, So they had a full hour, a full hour, knowing that she butchered the hell out of that. They had a full hour to fix it. Let's hear her effort in the 12 p.m. news show on Fox 5 DC. Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been fired by the Vancouver Canucks. The team announced the change Sunday, less than a week after president of hockey operations Jim Rutherford said major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukid was hired as Boudreaux's replacement. They literally had a full hour to fix it. And then it came out worse. So true. It came out worse, and she's still dropping a Canucks on him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what happened, Theo? All right, so as you can see from the timestamps of both of those, the first one was at 11.23-ish, right? Yeah. And the second one was at about 12, 23, 24. Uh-huh. Producers especially. <laughs> Canucks on the 20s at Fox 5 DC. It, producers in local TV, especially on the back end of their shows, have pretty much given up at this point, and they're just <laughs> throwing filler stories in there to fill time. At the end of the day, nobody's going to check a producer as long as they filled their time. They didn't go too long or too short. And that means what? The ad dollars still come in. These are money grab shows anyway, because who the hell is at home at 11 a.m. or at 12 to be able to watch the news? The morning shows are huge. The evening shows are huge. You have the least amount of staff at these midday shows. So the producer. That's true. Usually, like, that's the Drew Barrymore show yeah. or like the Kelly Clarkson Big show. Fan. Yeah, yeah, Big yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. So, like, and, and again, those shows are marketed towards more so stay at home moms because who else will be home on a weekday at 11 a.m. Right. and at 12. So, then why are you doing a Canucks story? Here's why Rick <laughs> took it. Because <laughs> the producer for that 11 a.m., and mind you, there's probably different producers for the 11 a.m. Like, and the 12 a.m. Hasn't there show. been in the D.C. area a cat that climbed a tree or something? Can't you do that story? For some reason, they decided they were going to throw in these reader sports stories because what I noticed in that first clip was the story they did before that was DeMar Hamlin. So they're not even doing this because of the D.C. tie. They're just throwing in sports stories that are national to fill time at this point. So I'm sure after she read that one at 11.23, she probably hit that producer. Hey, like, okay, so how do I get the pronunciation? They probably got it all locked in and right. Then she starts her noon show. She forgets all about it. Because uh-huh. this is what happens every time. You read something, you screw it up, you know you have to read it again later. You're like, okay, I remember Canucks. You know, you go over it with somebody, Canucks and Boudreaux or whatever, and you get it right. And then you start your new show at 12. And then you have your real news stories. And then you go on the break. And then you have your second block, your real news story. And then you go on the break. And then you get to that last block. You're tired again. You forget the stories coming up. And you can notice, if you play the second clip again, how much she paused 
before she started oh, yeah. saying oh, words. Yeah. She re- she saw it again. She's like, oh yeah. god, this again. She, was like, she froze up. But there's no you can't. She pause. wanted to so, bail. You so, can't, she wanted so, to bail. At so that point. actually, that's a great point. Let's hear her twelve o'clock show effort yeah. because you're right. She she clearly forgot what you're saying. She forgot about the Canucks disaster yes. of the eleven o'clock show, and then all of a sudden on her teleprompter <laughs> comes. The Canucks again, and she totally forgot about it, and then she forgot what the producers told her to correct it, and she tried to bail, and then she just decided to sell out on Canucks. Yeah, like that's, so that's, just go with the other pronunciation, maybe it's right. Right, right. Like, like, just don't say what you did the first out. time. How, by the way, Canucks, C-A-N-U-C-K-S, how do you get nuke out of that? Like, common sense would dictate, so she thinks that it automatically, they're, they're going to, you say everything with a Canadian accent? Canucks. Hey, hey, the Vancouver Canucks eat some poutine, the Canucks. She thinks like that's almost like sort of countryist on her part. Um, so, so, so listen to how she tries to bail in her, her brain says, Oh God, not, like, not this not again. This. Here's the 12 o'clock effort on Fox five DC. Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreau has been fired by the Vancouver Canucks. The team announced the change Sunday, less than a week after president of hockey operations Jim Rutherford said major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukid was hired uh, as she's just so you know. done. Like the and right before she says Rick Tukid, you yeah. can tell her her uh. will to live just disappears. <laughs> like could you could you go back to that part real quick, Stone? Because you can tell once she got through the name of the team president, she's like, all right, finally the names are done. I'm done butchering One this. More. But then she says, oh damn it, there's Tukid. Rick Tukid was hired <laughs> as. And you could before she, this, her just her her body, you can tell she just slumped in her chair. Overweight. And you could but here before before she begins talking, all of that blank airspace is her looking at the screen, being like, <laughs> I cannot yeah. believe Go to this the start. BS came You can back. hear because she, they have B roll of yes. Damar Hamlin like playing in a game and they yes. have the announcers underneath. You can hear the announcers from CBS <laughs> yes. uh, that they should have just completely muted entirely in the right. highlight package. But you're right, she's trying to collect herself because she's like, Oh my God, yeah. it's what I butchered the last hour. Five three. Yeah, Former Washington Capitals coach <laughs> Bruce Boudreau has been fired by announced the change Sunday, uh, less than a week after president of hockey operations right. Jim Rutherford. So she thinks he's through. Right there. Injury was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukit uh, was hired as both. And then she had to gear herself back up for Tukit. I promise you, like, and I feel so bad for her because these anchor, the news anchors, to me, are so amazing and they're so good at, like when you throw any world leader out there they nail it on the spot you know what's this guy uh what's the guy the israel the leader Benjamin of netanyahu former yeah, netanyahu president and all of that yeah. they will nail all of those names but if you throw an anchor a random sports team's coach player anything like that you just never know what you're gonna yeah, get yeah but that's not fair because like i should be able to pronounce mikhail gorbachev i should be able to pronounce ron DeSantis. yes i know these things yes. so i'm not gonna give the news NHL, anchor a pass nhl and it's not even your home team i'm not mad but it's, at her they're not, not even russian it. like if it was a russian player then i'd understand it but this is bruce boudreaux yeah. and rick tuckett and the canucks that's the one fine butcher their names but the canucks she almost went with cancuns <laughs> the vancouver cancuns like come on it's Come on. It's not good. She should have tried to practice that in the break, or she should have told them, don't don't run that story Like, no I know what the CIA stands for. I know what the FBI stands for. Like, come on. You do play by Give play. Give her a break. But you look at names each and every week of your career. I'm giving her a break. Because the producer's What's the hardest name? What's the hardest name you've had doing play-by-play? I do the research to know that it's right. 
The producer set her up for failure there. And she also could have read through her scripts and made sure to get it right the second time. But at that point, it was just probably her getting a little exhausted, ready to get off. And now she's gone viral. Poor, poor woman. This is Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. We're going to hear another crazy sports call from Washington, D.C. when we come back. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. All right, we'll have to get to uh, the Georgetown Hoyas celebration for not sucking for the first time in three years tomorrow. First, let me tell you about the South Florida Fair. South Florida Fair, it goes through Sunday. SouthFloridaFair.com, get your passes. And make sure to go see all the outstanding dinosaur exhibits, not to mention the food and the fun and the shows and the pig races, all there. Just a couple more days, South Florida Fair, SouthFloridaFair.com. That's the South Florida Fair, SouthFloridaFair.com at the beautiful South Florida Fairgrounds right in West Palm. That's the South Florida Fair, SouthFloridaFair.com. All right, so this from TMZ. Marcus Stokes was a committed quarterback to Florida who lost his scholarship offer because he was caught on video rapping and saying the N-word, okay? That's the context you need to know before I give you the following tweet from TMZ. Marcus Storks. Marcus Stokes, I should say. A four-star quarterback recruit who lost his University of Florida scholarship offer after rapping the N-word on video has received a new offer from an HBCU Albany State University. Mm-mm-mm. Theo, your thoughts on this? I As to, a man who went to an HBCU. I went to an HBCU and I covered Albany State for three and a half years when I covered South Georgia. I will say this. If he really did, and he was caught on camera saying that. It, it, was, it, was there, it was there to hear and it was, uh, I don't know if it was a hard R, but it was out there. It, it probably was. I hope it wasn't a hard R. Yeah. Uh, they have a new head coach. Mm-hmm. He's probably trying to make a couple headlines, be in the news. I oh, he made this. some. Yeah. And they're trying to say they give second chances in Albany, Georgia. I will say this. A kid that got caught saying the N-word traveling to Albany, Georgia <laughs> to go to an HBCU and play quarterback. Probably not a good, a good idea for him, right? I would say he should probably look at his other offer. <laughs> only, only because he did that. Other than that, Albany, Georgia, great place to be. Welcoming people, land of the second chances and all of that. But Is that's there a one of chance those things. that they just didn't know Zero percent about his no, no, background? No. They know. They know. They tweeted out. The new coach, Quinn Gray Sr., tweeted out about second chances and character and they, God forgives. Why can't we? There are legitimate people on staff who are hired to view the portal and watch the portal and do your research and go back and ask a kid's janitor. All, right. All I'm saying is that Bethune-Cookman's university president said, no, there's no mold in our dorms. It's just mildew. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I'm glad Ed Reed probably, he's probably better off without that job. That's Theo. Yes. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. All right, we'll have to get to uh, the Georgetown Hoyas celebration for not sucking for the first time in three years tomorrow. First, let me tell you about the South Florida Fair. South Florida Fair, it goes through Sunday. SouthFloridaFair.com, get your passes. And make sure to go see all the outstanding dinosaur exhibits. 
Not to mention the food and the fun and the shows and the pig races. All there. Just a couple more days. South Florida Fair. SouthFloridaFair.com. That's the South Florida Fair. SouthFloridaFair.com at the beautiful South Florida Fairgrounds. All right. In West Palm. That's the South Florida Fair. SouthFloridaFair.com. All right. So this from TMZ. Marcus Stokes was a committed quarterback to Florida who lost his scholarship offer because he was caught on video rapping and saying the N-word, okay? That's the context you need to know before I give you the following tweet from TMZ. Marcus Storks. Marcus Stokes, I should say. A four-star quarterback recruit who lost his University of Florida scholarship offer after rapping the N-word on video has received a new offer from an HBCU. Albany State University. Mm-mm-mm. Theo, your thoughts on this? I As to, a man who went to an HBCU. I went to an HBCU and I covered Albany State for three and a half years when I covered South Georgia. I will say this. If he really did, and he was caught on camera saying it was. that. It was, it, was there, it was there to hear and it was, uh, I don't know if it was a hard R, but it was out there. It, it probably was. I hope it wasn't a hard R. Yeah. Uh, they have a new head coach. Mm-hmm. He's probably trying to make a couple headlines, be in the news. I oh, he made this. some. Yeah. And they're trying to say they give second chances in Albany, Georgia. I will say this. A kid that got caught saying the N-word traveling to Albany, Georgia <laughs> to go to an HBCU and play quarterback. Probably not a good, a good idea for him, right? I would say he should probably look at his other offer. <laughs> only, only because he did that. Other than that, Albany, Georgia, great place to be. Welcoming people, land of the second chances and all of that. But Is that's there a one of chance those things. that they just didn't know Zero percent about chance. his no, no, no. background? They know. They know. They tweeted out. The new coach, Quinn Gray Sr., tweeted out about second chances and character and they, God forgives. Why can't we? There are legitimate people on staff who are hired to view the portal and watch the portal and do your research and go back and ask a kid's janitor. All, right. All I'm saying is that Bethune-Cookman's university president said, no, there's no mold in our dorms. It's just mildew. <laughs> oh my God. Right, I'm glad Ed Reed probably, he's probably better off without that job. That's Theo yeah. Stone. I'm Ken. Bye.